Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the instructive and wisdom-filled Word of God? Great to have you. Last day of the podcast week, and I think it's a good opportunity for us to meditate for a time on dealing how God's God's remedy and antidote to worry and anxiety. I know that there are many people that uh, will often approach me about this, as I mentioned in the last podcast, that uh, this is one of the top five topics that I end up dealing with, even with God's people, because uh, we live in a broken, sin-cursed world, and we live in a time when we have unprecedented, overwhelming information overload uh, from our culture, from our media, And can I just say a word, first of all, that I want to encourage you that if you are somebody who lives with the television going 24-7, you're somebody who has it on for noise or you actually pay attention to it, uh, I want to just tell you that's going to be a real source of noise in your life. Uh, Not that we should stick our heads in the sand and ignore what's going on, but there are some people that become so uh, glued to the information that's coming out, mostly from a godless media, from certainly a faithless viewpoint, that it is very harmful for God's people to feed off of that all of the time. So if you're one of those people, you don't need a mask, you need an earplug. Uh, you need to be able to block those things out. And I, I'm not trying to dismiss anybody who wears masks. Certainly, that's not an issue with me. If you want to wear a mask, that's fine. But I would suggest to you that for a lot of people, their biggest problem with anxiety is the fact that uh, they're so connected to the media uh, of our culture that they let it dictate their attitudes, their moods, and their perspective on life. That will lead you into a ditch. It will cause you to come unglued and depressed and discouraged. The antidote is in the Word of God, and that's what I shared yesterday in the last podcast and we're looking at today uh, in uh, in Philippians chapter 4. So if you're with me again, I read to you verse 6 of Philippians 4, Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Here is God's antidote for worry. It can, the Bible already concedes that every believer is going to struggle with anxieties and cares in life. Uh, that's the reality of living in this sin-cursed world and living in these broken and frail bodies. Uh, We have been made even more aware of the frailty of the human flesh throughout the pandemic and the struggles. There have been people that have genuinely struggled and lost health. Uh, There have been many people that have really suffered incredibly, but yet there has been suffering since the beginning of the world. As a matter of fact, in terms of a death rate, there are uh, sicknesses and sufferings going on right now and diseases that are claiming more lives than COVID ever thought of. Uh, And COVID just adds to the list of all the woes that make us not want to stay here on this earth, but want to want to. Uh, that cause us to want to get to heaven as quickly as we possibly can. But while we're here, we don't want to we don't want to become so paralyzed by fear and anxiety that we're incapable of growing spiritually, of walking with our Lord, of being a good testimony of somebody who's saved by faith, somebody who is whose whose hope is in 
is in uh, is in heaven and not on this earth. And so the Apostle Paul shares with the Philippian believers who are going through times of suffering. Matter of fact, suffering is mentioned 16 times in the book of Philippians. Eight of those refer to our Lord's suffering, but the other eight refer to the suffering that the Philippians were going through. Uh, the loss of great things, all of their possessions, the loss, the mockery, the, the struggles that they were going through. Uh, Paul is giving them the antidote on how to deal with this. In the last podcast, he said, uh, I reminded you, he said, don't be full of care for everything, but in everything, number one, by prayer. I mentioned that means just getting quiet before God, calming your soul and your heart before him, being humble, not allowing the media to dictate your thoughts and your thinking, not allowing your co-workers and all of their fretting and their hand-wringing and all of their negativity, but instead go to the one who holds all events in his hands. Get quiet before God, number one. Number two, verse six says that we ought to become supplicants. We ought to become spiritual beggars before God. This is essential. This is largely a giving up of our uh, control over life. And we are, we are saying, Lord, if you don't fix this, I'm lost. So become a spiritual beggar before the Lord. Number three, verse six says that you ought to, by prayer and supplication, Number three, with thanksgiving. Uh, people have said, but, but pastor, you don't understand my life. What have I got to be thankful for? Oh my, get a piece of paper out and we can make a list. The fact of the matter is that thanksgiving is uh, uh, that part of your prayer that really does temper the attitude and the, uh, the, uh, the perspective in which you approach God when you're needing some, some uh, relief from your worry. Thanksgiving is a wonderful moral cathartic. It has a healing effect to it uh, that if we make that a part of our walk with the Lord and certainly our quiet time before God where we need Him to come in and move in our souls, uh, the Lord intended that for a great reason. The reality is that a heart that's full of gratitude will be inoculated against that sour disposition, of against that uh, that de uh, depressed, self-absorbed type of mentality. So that's essential that you have that. And then verse 6 goes on to say, as part of your humbling yourself before God, as part of your becoming a beggar in His presence, as a part of exercising a thankful heart of gratitude, then the last step in verse 6 says, let your requests be made known unto God. This is where the relief from your anxiety is going to come because you're now approaching God with the right spirit and the right attitude to find relief from your care and your worry. Uh, these four steps are intended to be taken as steps. A lot of times we look at those things and we see those as items of prayer, but we don't re understand that I am. In, it's intended that I take each one of those steps in order because it provides what verse 7 says, and that is, the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So this peace of God that you're looking for, that settled spirit that only the Lord can give, 
and, and the world looks at you and they go, how can you remain so calm in the face of all these terrible tragedies and circumstances that are going on? Maybe it's a loss in life. Maybe it's a, 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 a loss of a relationship or financial security or a loss of health. You can have the right kind of spirit and by taking those steps in verse 6. It passes all understanding and it, it shall keep your hearts. Literally, it means you can, it will govern your hearts, umpire your mind through Christ Jesus. Now, I want to end this podcast by calling your attention to Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, where the Apostle Paul says very specifically that there is a mindset that ought to dominate you as a believer. You know, when you fill your minds with, with uh, untruths and negativity and falsehoods and misinformation, and when you fill your minds with a hopelessness, guess what is going to be reaped from that? You will absolutely be anxiety-ridden. You will have worries that will just overwhelm you. So, one of the antidotes, uh, excuse me, one of the solutions that God gives is, of course, that quiet time with God taking those four steps. But he also says that you need to practice a disciplined thought life as a believer. And I tell people, and I've said in this podcast, that if you fill your mind with the things of this, of this, uh, this culture, you will be despairing. That's why Paul says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure and lovely and of good report or of good reputation, if there be any virtue, that's moral excellence, and if there be any praise, he says these words, think on these things. Folks, the Bible's very clear on this that if you want release from anxiety, you need to have these six things capture your thought life in that verse. You need to exclude that which is false. Think on the things that are true. Don't fall for that idea that you've got to hear all of the negative uh, uh, false notions that are out there today but rather pursue that which is true. He says in this verse to extol, magnify the things that are honest, literally that are fine, that are honorable, that are venerable, things that are respectable, not the things of today that are being talked about in the talk shows and the news media and all the bobbleheads that are out there promoting uh, untruth. You need to make sure and keep your mind fixed, of course, on God's word, but go to resources that are going to build your walk with the Lord. He says we ought to magnify those things that are right, that are just, that are fair. Meditate on those things. Uh, he says whatsoever things are pure, get rid of the dirty things that are in your mind and that clutter it up. All the perversion that's available today. Stay away from it. He said, exalt that which beautifies whatsoever things are lovely, gracious, kindly. Fill your mind with the things that are inherently good, not the books and the movies and the, all of the, the uh, uh, propaganda of a lost culture. And then he said, finally, lift up those things that build, whatever things are of good report, that are well spoken of, that are edifying, that are ennobling. Uh, make sure that those things are what you're pursuing. Those are absolutely essential if you want to walk in 
uh, in, uh, in re- having relief from your anxieties and your cares. Now, let me suggest to you, because this is the last podcast of the week, you ought to have yourself in church on the Lord's Day. You ought to be in a Bible-believing church where you're hearing the Bible taught and applied to your life. Uh, people fit, put so many other things as priorities in their life, and they look at me and wonder why they feel like they've lost God. I want to encourage you, the Lord's Day is the first day of the week. Get your carcass into church. Get in there and serve the Lord. Hear His, hear his voice spoken through the Scriptures, and then find out uh, where you can have those resources that are going to help you to be a better servant of the Lord. God bless you. I'm praying for you. Walk with Christ and obey Him in every decision you make. God bless you.